0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at (laughs) OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands
1: Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll take a trip back to the vaudeville days of the 1920s as we feature music and interviews with a genuine Memphis-style jug band, the Jake Leg Stompers. From his series entitled Back in the Hills, writer, professor, and historian Dr. Brooks Blevins explores the history of the Ozark Opry. And of course I'll be making my weekly trip down to the vault for a visit with my old buddy Mark Jones. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. A Jake Leg Stomper show is like a vaudeville party with all the bells and whistles. Literally, their show includes bells and whistles. With their lively renditions of classic blues and jug band tunes from early 20th century American music and a theatrical sensibility, they put on quite a show for us here at the Ozark Folk Center. Here's a little taste of the Stompers.
2: Mama, she don't lie. Jug band playing right here.
3: You know that we don't care Well, mama don't allow. We're going to play that Jug band music anyhow.
2: Mama, she don't allow, no. Jug band playing right here. Mama, she don't allow, no. Oh, no. rag time picking right here. Mama, she don't
3: Okay. Who's Mama don't yeah. like-
4: is the head of the philosophy department at the largest undergrad university in Tennessee, and that's actually true. And yeah. where and, and what university? Middle Tennessee
3: State. That, yeah, that's what I was going to guess. Yeah. Uh, which, they have a great music program.
4: They do. That's they that's do how indeed. I got stuck in... I mean, that's how I came to live in Murfreesboro. <laughs> um, changed majors three times. He yeah. was my student, like the second year you were there. That's true. He blew my mind. He, he, is, uh, he is the clay master taking uh, young redneck minds from the hinterlands and shaping them... Into uh, young philosophers.
5: <laughs> Some misbegotten shape indeed. <laughs> oh, it's it's true. He's,
4: yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then exactly uh, what 12, 14 years ago, we ran into each other at the Uncle Dave Macon days, we hadn't seen each other in a long time, and I'm like, hey. And we literally bumped into one another. Right. And so I was I had just left uh, journalism. I'd worked as a newspaper photographer at the Tennessean for 15 years. And uh, I said, hey, So what are you doing these days? You know, I'm mostly playing old blues and stuff. I said, Me too, let's get together and jam and that day was the birth of the band and then we just started slowly bringing in our friends around that and uh, mostly sitting in a circle like this staring at our navels terrified that somebody would hear us and we've gotten over our shyness since then.
3: you don't have
5: I mean, this is happy music, you know? I mean, I didn't know a lot of this deep stuff like Bill and John. As soon as I got in there with them, that was just, it, it just made me happy. I, I can't quit playing it. And that's why we've stayed together so long and we enjoy each other is a huge piece of this. I mean, we really, really- It's family it. thing.
3: out of bed, grabbed my old coat, just sitting there trying to study what some chicken might be at. I threw that old gunny sack across my back. Lord, then I crept out into the night. I done robbed Joe henhouse of all of them pullets and I did not have to fight. Cause I'm talking about chicken. chicken. Oh, chicken. chicken. You can go up in a, in a balloon. balloon. Chicken can hide behind the moon I swear chicken, oh chicken, oh, chicken. I never let that fowl be I got a thousand dollar want forever chicken on the can. confession to make. i love me some yard bird. Lord, indeed I do. Now to your hen roost, I will go. You got little fat bullets sitting way up high. Look out now. They'll soon be mine for sure. See, I saw that big chief of police and his big fat bulldog. I saw them there sleeping side by side. But I done grabbed that chicken by the way and threw that crack. I cried. Here's what I told him you never wake up. You see, this foul is already in my head. There ain't no way that you're ever gonna catch this respectable roguish man. Cause, Lord, you know what? I ain't scared of all your knives and guns. Heck, much less that lazy pup. You just keep on asleep while this rug be a-creepin'. Don't care if you never wake up. Cause I'm talking about chicken. chicken. Oh, okay. chicken. Well, you, you can, can go up, up of balloon. Chicken, chicken or chicken. chicken. You, you can hide, hide behind the moon. I swear, chicken or chicken. Oh, Man, chicken. Never let that fire be. I got a $1, thousand one dollar forever Chicken on the kangaroo's too high for, for me. I got something else to tell you. you. know the police they arrested me the other night. I swear I didn't know what it was all about because they caught me sneaking out of a window in the back of my house. I had 150 chickens tied up in my house. You know what I said? I said, you can go ahead and take me to that penitentiary wall. I'll gladly go and work off all my time. But as soon as you put me on that L&N track, I had chickens on my mind. Cause I'm talking about chickens. Oh, chickens. You can go up in a balloon. Chicken, or oh, chickens. I
5: about stealing shit. i literally oh. i heard her before the rest of the band got to a venue and i literally stalked her i i mean I, I i begged her to stay and listen to us and uh I, I told my wife and a friend with her i said don't let her out of your sight get her anything she wants please <laughs> and, I, and and so she stayed through the first set and that's that's how it started what
3: did you, you think when you first heard it <laughs> oh my God. Tell it oh, why these guys need a singer. Right?
2: When I saw them come out in these snazzy outfits, so I was like, Well, do I get to dress up like you guys? Oh, <laughs> <I'm in>. yeah. <laughs> they were all just, I'm like, Wow.
3: Yeah, she
5: said her exact words, I'll never forget it. She said, Well, do I get to dress up too?
4: And we're like, Well, yes. <laughs>
3: And that's part of the fun. Oh, man. It really is. It really, that, is. It really, it really is. Is. It is. It's And part women of the tradition biking, too. Yes. A lot of the yeah. songs
4: we do were, were done by people who wore sequins. But,
2: and yes. They wore the best they had. And the world? biggest feathers and hats. And yeah. I yeah. got some
4: It's, it's respecting the oh. boards, you know? <laughs> it's-
2: dream that I could speak to, a dream that I... Thank you.
1: Thank you. That was the Bucksnort Tennessee-based Memphis-style jug band, the Jake Leg Stompers, playing Mama Don't Allow, the Aunt Caroline Die Blues, Chicken You Can Roost Behind the Moon, and lastly, a song called At Last. There's lots more of the Stompers' rollicking music to come, but after this break, let's go down to the vault to see what Mark Jones has for us this week. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Well, it's that time of the show where I like to take a trip down into the vault where for 45 years they've stored the recordings of the musical programs that have gone on here at the Ozark Folk Center. It's a wealth of music down there. And the guy who runs it all is Mark Jones. Let's go down and see him now.
6: Mark, are you here? Yeah, Dave, I'm over here. Okay, it's dark down here. Well, I know. We're just saving on electricity.
1: (laughs) I think you're saving on light bulbs, actually.
6: (laughs) What you doing? Well, I'm
1: not doing too much right now. Enjoying the beautiful spring weather. Came down here uh, to see if you found any interesting music for us to listen to.
6: Oh, Dave, there, it's just everywhere down here. <laughs> I see that. Actually, I run across a uh, hammer dulcimer player who was a, a dear friend of mine. And uh, he, when he came down, we just have so much fun running, setting up, picking all over the place. And he plays hammer dulcimer amongst other instruments but uh a nice fella jay round
1: that's right i remember jay round a wonderful dulcimer player from the state of michigan as i recall
6: from michigan and i run across this tune it's a uh, saint anne's reel for those who
1: haven't actually seen a hammer dulcimer it's like a small piano with no keys in other words you just you have these hammers in your hand little sticks and you whack the strings with it, and that's what gives it that sound. So it was a predecessor of the piano and the harpsichord and and a a beautiful instrument.
6: That's right. Jay and his family build hammer dulcimers up there in Michigan, and uh, they have some of the best sounding instruments, and they're pretty well known for their work in that industry. But Jay's just an all around good player and hope you enjoy this. Well, let's hear
1: the St. Anne's reel. That boy knew how to hammer on those strings, didn't he? He sure. Didn't. I say boy, because he was a pretty young man back. What was that like? Nineteen seventy-six when that was, was recorded.
6: Nineteen seventy-six. I suppose he's gotten older, like the rest of us, huh? He has. He's moved on, and and I think he's still playing some, but I think he's gone into some other things in life, and so it's just. Uh, I always enjoy hearing
1: him. That was great to hear that. I appreciate it, Mark, and I'll see you next week. Thank you, Dave. Let's get back to more music from the Jake Leg Stompers. The band's performers include leader Hambone Willie Neville on vocals, banjo, and guitar, Leela Mae Smith on vocals, Horatio Algernon Whiplash on washboards, snares, bells, and whistles, Jersey Slim Hawkins with fiddle, mandolin, and guitar, and ramshackle Jack Dunshee on old-time Jug. Here's Leela Mae singing a Sippy Wallace song, Don't advertise your man.
2: your good man. like a high bride. but I see the change clothes at least three times a day so what do you think
6: were just listening to it sort of
1: in passing or walking by. A jug when played properly I guess really
3: can pass as a tuba. Yep. Right, uh, right. For all practical purposes. That's a poor man's tuba. Absolutely.
4: Well uh part of the jug band ethic was uh it was street music, you know, and, and you'd be playing on the street for you know for tips, but it wasn't legal. So, if, if the cops come up, you had to be able to run with your instrument. Mr. Crump don't allow it around here. That's it. That's mm-hmm. right. So, uh, <laughs> That's you it. know, hard to run with an upright bass or a big tuba. <laughs> right. You know, you got a jug. You got a handle
1: on that jug. <laughs> 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 Hook a finger in it and go. a finger in it
4: go. Doubles you know, as a weapon. <laughs> as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that uh, certainly the back in that time, brass instruments were certainly much more part of the uh, tapestry of the, the kind of sounds you would hear it in just everyday music. So uh, mimicking that with, you know, something a little more portable, I think, is probably... And, and in- inexpensive. And inexpensive, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, Lord, am I troubled so hard. Whoa, oh, my Lord, my troubled so hard. Don't nobody know my trouble, but God. Don't nobody know my troubles, but God. I said, oh, Lord, am my I troubles, troubles so hard. Oh, oh, my Lord, my troubles, troubles so hard. Don't nobody know my troubles, but God, don't nobody Troubles, trouble, but God, mm. listen, trouble found me the other day. other day. Got down on my knees and prayed. To pray, oh. I told trouble, oh, yeah. you can't stay. You can stay. Put your bags and leave today. To I, I said, Oh Lord, am I, I trouble so? Oh, oh, my Lord, my troubles so hard. Don't nobody know my troubles, but God. Don't nobody know my troubles, but God, listen, went down to here the other day. So God happy and stayed all day. Sing and, shout. Sing and shout, I knew my God would bring me out. Me out. I, I said, oh, Lord, Lord am I troubled so hard? Oh, my Lord, my troubles my so hard. Don't nobody know my troubles, troubles but God. God. Don't Lord, nobody know my troubles, but God. God. Listen. Trouble got you bound and, bound and confused Back against the wall don't know what to do. do Don't you give up. Don't, give up don't you feel Don't you feel Trust in God, he's always near I, I said, oh, said, oh, Lord, am I trouble so high Oh, my Lord, my Lord Troubles so hard Don't nobody know My troubles but God Don't nobody know My troubles but God I said oh Lordy my troubles So hard Oh my God My troubles so hard Don't nobody Know my troubles But God
3: Nice
5: Thank you. It was, uh, you know, street music and uh, really it's hard to carry around a drum set uh, and even a snare drum, unless you had a, you know, a, a high stepper strap, uh, but but a washboard, you could do a lot of things with it if, if you worked with it and played it. It's, just, it's portable and you can get a lot of, of things out of it. Now when we're on stage in a nice setting like this, I bring a snare drum, would blocking a cowbell, but that's pretty much it. You know, what, the whole point was kind of keep it stripped down and simple, but still deliver the tune. Right. You, you you watch a great drummer. You know, they had their cowbells and wood blocks and different sizes uh, and, and thicknesses of cymbals to get different sounds and toms and snares. But with a washboard, you're right. You know, I've got bicycle horns <laughs> and cowbells. Soup can. And, and, yeah, and, and, a, and a, a cooking pot on there oh and a and a a bell
4: chaz the only one i know that really does it the traditional way (laughs)
1: three more good tunes from the Jake Leg Stompers. They started that set with Don't Advertise Your Man, then followed with Trouble So Hard and the great Billy Holiday song Ain't Nobody's Business If I Do. Let's take a short break. When we come back, it'll be time for the latest installment of Brooks Blevins' series, Back in the Hills. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Dr. Brooks Blevins is a well-known author and historian who provides us with interesting anecdotes about the Ozarks. This week, he enlightens us on the history
7: of the Ozark Opry. When you think of live music stage shows in the Ozarks, Branson is probably the first thing that comes to mind. But years before Branson became famous for its Highway 76 strip of music theaters, an energetic gang of Ozarkers entertained visitors to the Lake of the Ozarks with down home music, dancing, and comedy, the same formula that proved the winner in Branson. Let's go back in the hills to learn the story of an underappreciated chapter in the history of the musical Ozarks the Ozark Opry. The backstory of the Ozark Opry is the story of its founders, Lee and Joyce Mace. Both were natives of the northern Ozarks of Missouri. Lee, a Miller County farm boy, and Joyce, a girl who had grown up in a Lake of the Ozarks town in Camden County. The young couple met at a dance in 1946. They were the best jig dancers on the floor that night, and before long they were members of the Lake of the Ozarks Square Dancers, a troupe that performed at the 1948 National Folk Festival in St. Louis, and then toured the country before Lee was drafted into the Army in 1950. While stationed in France, Lee found a discarded upright bass in a dump, repaired it, and learned to play. After his stint in the military was over, Lee Mace returned to Missouri, and he and Joyce reformed the Lake of the Ozark Square Dancers. Featured on Ted Mack's national TV show, The Original Amateur Hour, the dancers found themselves in high demand, appearing for extended stays in New Orleans and Reno before being hired to perform in the Grand Ole Opry at Nashville's Ryman Auditorium. The rechristened Grand Ole Opry Square Dancers appeared in the very first episode of the syndicated Grand Ole Opry TV show in 1954 and would eventually film about a hundred shows in Nashville over the next couple of years. But by this time, Lee and Joyce focused most of their attention on a project back home in the Ozarks. In 1953, Lee Mace had been hired as a DJ and program director at KRMS, a Lake of the Ozarks-area radio station. Changing the format from pop to country, Lee began doing live Sunday shows featuring local musicians. Before long, he and Joyce, still in their 20s, opened a live music stage show in an old lakeside restaurant. The house band for the stage show was the house band from those Sunday radio shows and consisted of Lee on upright bass alongside four other country boys from the Ozarks, guitarists Bob Penny and Bob McCoy, fiddler Orville Day, and banjo player Lonnie Hoppers, a teenager who had picked up Earl Scruggs' three-finger picking style. Catering primarily to audiences of lake tourists from Chicago and St. Louis, the Mesas embraced the stereotypes their patrons brought with them to the Ozarks and put on an often over-the-top hillbilly shindig. Once the Ozark Opry became stable enough to move into a new theater seating 300 people in 1957, the Mesas started to tone down the hillbilly somewhat, trading gingham dresses and checkered shirts for more contemporary garb. But the music stayed country, a mix of bluegrass and current country with an occasional gospel number, and the comedy stayed cornpone. And it remained a true ensemble production, a show without a central star. It was a winning working formula, one that the May brothers from southwestern Missouri took notice of in the mid-50s and later perfected in their bald knobbers hillbilly jamboree in Branson. In 1959, the Maces installed more than 800 theater seats salvaged from an old opera house in Kansas. And by the 60s, the Ozark Opry was on a roll, playing to sold-out audiences six nights a week, April through October. And the Opry gang toured extensively in the Midwest and South during the off-season. In addition to the successful stage show, in 1956, the Ozark Opry launched a locally produced 30-minute weekly show broadcast on a Jefferson City TV station. It lasted for almost 30 years. For a few years in the mid-60s, the Mesas operated the Hillbilly Hootenanny next door to the Opry. The Hootenanny was geared toward the tastes of folkies and featured local singers doing their best Joan Baez and Kingston Trio impersonations. The sounds of the Ozark Opry changed through the decades with the shifting tastes and styles and mainstream country music, and it survived challenges. In the early 80s, the Maces fought off a lawsuit from the company that owned the Grand Ole Opry, a suit trying to force the Maces to stop using the word Opry or to pay for its usage. A federal judge eventually ruled that the Nashville show had no monopoly on the term Opry, a once-common hill country pronunciation of opera. But it was less than a year and a half later that Lee Mace was killed in a plane crash. Joyce carried on with the show for 20 more years, closing the doors on the Ozark Opry for good at the end of the 2005 season. From jig dancing square dancers to Lake of the Ozarks legends, Lee and Joyce Mace were pioneers of Ozarks music and entertainment. They're both gone now, but the legacy of the Ozark Opry lives on. Here's Lee and some of his musicians from an episode of Lee Mace's Ozark Opry on Jefferson City, Missouri's KRCG-TV.
3: Let's go to the house, gang. Here we go.
1: For the past half hour, you've been watching Ozark Opry, 30 minutes of music country style with Lee Mace and the gang from the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. This program has been pre-recorded. Thanks, Brooks. Let's finish up this week's show with some more lively music from the Jake Leg Stompers. You may be wondering where the term Jake Legg comes from. In 1930, the nation was still in the throes of Prohibition and many drinkers got their liquor from patent medicines or extracts that were mostly alcohol. A favorite was Jamaican ginger extract, familiarly known as Jake, which was 70 to 80% alcohol. Drinking Jake caused a partial paralysis of the legs, resulting in a high-stepping walk called Jake Leg. Here are three more by the Jake Leg Stompers.
4: It was a lot more crosstalk, both racially and culturally, than people really realized. Most of the the segregation in music was for marketing purposes. They had, the record labels had their race series, which was basically, it was called, everything in it was blues, although a lot of it wasn't. And the Hillbilly series, which is a kind of a derogatory way of saying, you know, poor blacks and poor whites, we're going to give them this stuff because they'll buy it. But basically, they accidentally wound up saving our culture because in the early days, they had no earthly idea what would sell. So especially from like 1926 to 29, they just recorded everything just to throw it out, throw the spaghetti on the wall, see what would stick. And they, it, was, it was accidental field recordings. And so we steal the best from that time period. You know, and there was a ton of that music that really comes from minstrelsy and from vaudeville that was played both by black and white uh, bands. It was a tremendous amount of variety in the 20s before in the 30s and 40s it started
3: getting more codified. So we're going to do this thing we're going... Y'all will know what to do. I'm not even going to tell you what the response is. You guys going to figure it out. If you want to get a conga line going, I don't care if you don't. Yeah. are so going to the Where the night was dark and driven. The hell was full of sleep. The old man stood out in stone. His shoes were full of feet. Talking about a head now.
5: music and one of the ways you can define folk music is it's the music that your parents sing to you when you're a little kid it's that's why it's also good because it's the stuff people have preserved they've remembered it they might have heard it on a record they might have heard it at a show or something but it was catchy and it was good and they remembered it and so when they sang to their children they sang these melodies and
4: that's part of the reason they are so good, because they've been winnowed by a
5: lot of taste.
4: A lot of people have said, that's good, keep it. And you said earlier about, you know, um, you were talking about the repertoire we play and, and keeping the old music up. I've had somebody come up to me after a show one time, and he says, you know what? I didn't know a single song that you guys play, but I felt like I knew all of them. Yeah. I felt all of them in my bones, like it was part of my DNA, but I didn't specifically know any of the songs. I said, and, and he was he was bewildered by that and delight, and it just like thrilled me to death. That is right. it's Somebody it's really died. It. Hey, dude, it's the Zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It's the building right. blocks to everything that came after. You know. Yeah. Bill Street. Bill
3: Street. Holiday. Holiday. Bill Street. Bill Street. Holiday. Holiday. That's it. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. Let's Let do the wind, wind up. up. Let's get a black hat bone mm-hmm. feel street Now listen what I say I've got a girl Dressed in red My little son some, Somebody said Beale Street A oh, holiday. holiday Now what I say Said Beale Street Love, love oh, holiday day. Thank you very much for the Jake Leg Stompers yeah. from Bucks North, Tennessee. Appreciate y'all so much. It's
1: the Jake Leg Stompers. The Jake Leg Stompers from Bucks North, Tennessee. In that last set, we heard Rock Me Baby, Ain't Gonna Rain No More, and Beale Street Holiday. Most of the music you heard on this week's show was popular almost 100 years ago, and I think it's still pretty entertaining today. That's our mission here at the Ozark Folk Center, to preserve the past. We'll be back next week with more from the Ozark Mountains. Until then, this is Dave Smith. Bye, folks.
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at arkansasstateparks.com and by Stone Bank, with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.